0: welcome to the lyc podcast we are a youth community that believes in loving people and meeting them where they are our desire is that through this message god's love for you is confirmed your hope in jesus is renewed and your faith is awakened but, but I, I just want to share two verses and i just want to tell you what we're doing on the front side hopefully this will be relatively short um and I'm gonna share these two verses and then I'm actually gonna ask the worship team to come up and I just wanna sing that that song one last time. Uh, all stand with arms high and heart heart abandoned. And um, and I just want us to end in, in in a little bit of a time where we can surrender to to, to Jesus. But and you will get what I mean, I or why I want to do it here in a second. But first John chapter one, Bradley, if you don't have it on the screen, totally not a not a like big deal at all. But first John chapter one, I just wanna to read to you verses eight in verses nine, verses eight and verses nine. That's all I want to read to you. And um, uh, uh, there you go, Bradley's awesome. Here's what it says. Uh, the, the, The writer, he says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. Verse nine, but if we confess our sins, God is faithful and he is just to forgive us of our sins and to clean us or cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Let me read that one more time. First John chapter 1, verse 8. That if if we say that we have no sin, all we're doing is we're deceiving ourselves. All we're doing is deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But verse 9 says, but Instead of saying we have no sin, instead of deceiving ourselves and going, no, I'm 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 good, you're good, I'm okay, we're good. But if instead if we will confess our sin to God, He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all of our sin and from all unrighteousness. Have you ever, um, ha- have you ever felt felt better at somebody else's failure? Has this ever happened to you before? Like, can we just be? Has this ever happened to you before? Have you ever felt better at someone else's failure? It's like they messed up, and you feel. Uh, recently, I was having a coffee with a guy in our church, and he was telling me um, what a disaster his house was. They have small children, and he was telling us how absolutely messy their house was, and how destroyed it was, and how they pretty much live in filth. And on the inside, I'm like, yes. That's amazing because I always feel self-conscious. Like, man, my house, it is so messy. It is so so absolutely dirty. And all of a sudden, I kind of start feeling better about myself and about our house because their house was so dirty. And so um, it made me feel so good. This is terrible. One of my kids went to a friend's house and they came home and they said, Mom, every time I go to their house, it is so dirty. And again, I'm like, yes, score, score. This makes, because something in me feels self-conscious. And, and here, here's why I feel self-conscious. Um, because although I know that we have small children, in case you didn't know that, we have three small children and one on the way. I don't know who coined this phrase, um, but someone said, for and no more. And I said, that's a word from God. For and no more. We done. I receive it, Lord. For and no more. We, I mean, so we have small children. So part of it's like, yeah, justifiable. You literally clean up a mess and someone's making a mess. You clean up a mess, someone's making this mess. To add to that, uh, we have a puppy. He is five months old. His name is Murphy, he's awesome, but he's a puppy. And so our house is always littered with like paper and bottles and trash that he's dug out and he's ripping up and, and even though we have a puppy and we have small kids, there's a part of me that's a little bit lazy. And can, can, can anybody relate like you know you should do something? But just like I ah, just will get, and so there's a part of me that's like I feel guilty, and I kind of feel on the inside like oh, I know you have small children, and I know your life is really busy, but your house probably shouldn't be this messy all the time because you actually do have the ability to like pick stuff up and clean, but you just get tired. And, and so like, I start almost justifying to myself when I have friends that are like, our house is a disaster. When everyone's like, I went to so-and-so, so, I'm like, okay, then it's, it's all good. And, and I start deceiving myself that where I'm living and what I'm doing is, is, is totally fine. What, what John says right here in First John chapter 1, verse eight, he says, if we say we have no sin, if we say there's nothing in this heart of ours, that there, there there's no thought pattern, there's no behavior, there's no words, there's no tendencies, there's there's no motivation that there's well, if we say there's nothing in me, that that needs to 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 be addressed, if we you know what's so um so challenging is is that we serve a God that loves us so much. And he cares about us so much. He, Hebrews chapter 12 says this, that because God loves us so much and he desires that we have a life to the full, that he actually will correct us. Did you know there's a difference between conviction and condemnation? Condemnation is when you feel bad. Let me explain to you the difference. Condemnation is when you know you messed up. And because you know you messed up, you now feel guilty and ashamed and you feel like you can't go to God. I'm I'm not worthy. I messed up. I've I can, conviction is of the Holy Spirit and rather than drawing you away from God, it draws you to God. Can, can, conviction is when you feel and you know the love of God that because I love you, I'm I'm helping you to see this because I have something. I'm inviting you to come to me so I can help you and and there's times that's like, with the, like we, there's, there's nothing, I'm good, I, I'm fine. And, and the Bible says when we live life and we say, there's, I'm good, there's nothing in me, that we're, we're deceiving ourselves. You, you, you know what's so interesting is that for a lot of us, we, we, we kind of play two, two, two sides of the coin. Be, because, because we can live over here where we can convince ourselves. Have you ever justified to yourself something that you knew wasn't okay? You ever justified to yourself something that, like you, you knew, like I know, thinking this way is is not okay. You know, the Bible says that God doesn't just look at the outside, but He looks at the inside. Proverbs five twenty one says that God He. He he sees all of our ways. That all the ways of man are before him, and he judges. It's not a judgmental way, but but he examines and he knows the inward motivations of the heart. That it's not just the outward thing, but sometimes we just have mindsets. We just think about things a certain way. We we're judgmental towards people. We're we're bitter. We're mean. We're whatever it might be. And have you ever justified to to yourself something that you knew wasn't okay? It's funny how how we can live over here, over here where we can deceive ourselves. That's fine. That's not a big deal. I mean, come on, like we 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 live in twenty twenty one. Like it's I almost said twenty twenty. We're out of twenty twenty. We live in twenty. Like, it, like this is normal. This is culture. This is and and we deceive ourselves into thinking. But what's funny is we can live in two places at once because we can deceive ourselves. I am fine. Everything's good. It's not a big deal, but but then have you ever simultaneously at the same time felt like you were all alone and that nobody could relate to you and where where you're missing it right now? It's like I've I've lived there before, where on one hand I feel like I know I shouldn't fill in the blank. I know this area of my life is not the way. God intends, but I'm so embarrassed and I'm so ashamed and, and I just feel like I'm probably the only one. Like if, if I were to even dare mention this at my connect group, I'd, pff, everyone would probably look at me with those judgmental eyes because I'm, I'm the only, and, and we can feel like we're the only one and yet, at the same time, maybe because it makes us feel better, maybe because it's comforting, we go, "Well, it just—you know—I I don't want to think about it. It's fine. I'm—it's—and we deceive ourselves." And First John one eight, listen to it one more time. Listen to what it says. It's—it's it's helping us to see we can be in two places at once by saying, "If we say we have no sin, if we say that we're over here, I'm—I'm I'm good. I'm fine. We're—we're we're deceiving ourselves." The truth is not in us. Why do we do that? Because we can feel like we're we're the only one. And, and John wants to offer us an alternative. And here, here's really what, what I want to get to tonight. Be, because I think all, all of us, we, we, we do. We have areas of our life that maybe we know this, this is not okay. But here, here's what I want to get to because there's power in this. Someone say, but. 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 Verse 9, but. If instead of comforting ourselves and saying we have no sin, First John one nine, but if we would simply confess our sin. Now, I did not grow up with a Catholic background. I don't know if you you did, um, or if you have any experience like going to a con- confessional. Um, I've never been to a confessional. I've only seen them in the movies. But but I remember like when I first heard this word confess, I I kind of thought like, oh, so like if if all like go to God. I don't know where his confessional is, but if I'll like sit in some booth and be like, all right, so God, um, last Tuesday at 3 p.m., you know that I, but that's not really what the word means. What the word means is simply, it's simply bringing it to God and, acknowledge, and a- acknowledging it. Simply just saying, God, this right here, I, I, I know this is sin. Like usually a lot of times my prayers when, when, I, when God's dealing with my heart and, and when I know there's something, as I bring it to God and I say, God, this attitude I'm having right here, I'm, I'm bringing this to you. I know this is sin. And all I'm doing is acknowledging before God, God, I hear your voice. Because P.S., by the way, how you know that it is sin and how you know that it's something that needs to be dealt with is because God loves you so much that he's convicting your heart. He's He's, he's, he's convicting you. And God, I, I, I'm acknowledging, I, I hear you. I hear you, God. This right here, this is sin. It's not right. And I confess this and I bring this to you and say, God, this is, and listen to what the Bible says, that God is faithful and just. What, what does faithful mean? Faithful means that God will do it every single time. Every single time. Have you ever met someone that's inconsistent? Like, I know you're like, Brandon, seriously, stop talking about it. But I, 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 I love golf. And I went and played golf with, with some friends. And um, I had like two good holes. And I started talking trash to my friend about how I was like destroying him. And I promise you, the very next hole, I, I shanked the ball so hard in the woods, I swear that I killed a squirrel. Like, it was, it was like, and that's, I am not faithful or consistent the Bible says not God though. Then when we simply bring our, our sin to Him, God, this is, okay, I, I hear you. I acknowledge this, that every single time God is faithful, without fail, if you do it two times a day, if you, every single time God is faithful and He is just. Someone just be bold tonight and tell me, what, what, what does it mean to be just, fair, Okay, fair. Someone give me another definition. Just, fair, that's a good definition. Anybody else? Apply justice. Apply, app, apply justice. Just. He, he, he has every right to do so. Brandon, why in the world is it fair? Is it, is it justice? Is it equity? Why does God have every right to freely pardon me of my sin? Because we have a Savior. And Jesus came in a real way, and he was without fault. The Bible tells us that although Jesus was tempted, tested, and tried, he was without sin. Without sin. And because he was without sin, he became the perfect, spotless sacrifice for our sin. And Jesus hung on that middle cross and he suffocated on his own blood. He was beaten to the point where he was not recognized. You could see the bones in his body, the blood running down his face as they crushed thorns into his skull. And he bled and he died and he paid the price right then and there for all of our sin. Jesus took the full punishment and the full weight of all of our sin. The Bible says in Hebrews ten fourteen that by one sacrifice, he has forever perfected or paid the penalty for those who, who are in him and are now in the process of being made. God is just because of his son, Jesus. There's things in the Bible that I, I used to read and you ever read something and you didn't understand it, but you didn't take the time to understand it. And so you just kept on reading over it. There's this little phrase in the Bible. Maybe you've heard it. For those who are in Christ, those who are in Christ. I, I, I read over that all the time. Like, I don't even know what that means. Like that's, but, but I'll, I'll never forget when, when I was reading one day and, and I'm like, but, but like, what does that mean though? And, and I was sitting at a Starbucks. By the way, I, God, please, if you hear my prayer, let Starbucks open up their seating. I would really like to go to Starbucks and sit at a table and not go through the drive-thru. But I was sitting at a Starbucks and, and 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 I was sitting there and and there was like a like some like some some wrappers, like a little straw wrapper, piece of trash. And it was almost like the Holy Spirit like gave me a little illustration, I had an empty cup. And and I just took my, my my empty cup and I flipped it over and I put it over over the the the, the, the straw wrapper. And do you know what I didn't see anymore? The straw wrapper. Why? Because the straw wrapper was was in that cup. The Bible tells us that when we give our life to Jesus, that we were brought in Christ. In other words, that now God does not see your performance. He sees Jesus' perfection and finished work that paid all the price. And John says, therefore, if you sit here and you try to say that you are without sin, you are deceived because we all have areas of our heart and our life. Until we get to the other side of eternity, we will have areas where God is continuing to perfect us in holiness, continue to work on us, continue to mold. And we all got areas. Says so if, if, if you ever get to the point that you're like, no, I'm good. I've last week I arrived at perfection. I'm so You're deceived. However, every time the Holy Spirit begins to prompt you, convict you, that if you just bring that to God, you set it right here and say, God, I just, I want to acknowledge this is not okay. This is not right. Maybe it's intentional or unintentional. But God, this heaven area right here, I'm so sorry. I don't, I, I don't even know how I got this far. But I, I, that sinned. That's not okay. That Every single time, God is faithful, and He is just to do two things. If you're taking notes, you, you could write down these, these two. Number one is he, he forgives you. He's faithful and just every single time to forgive you, to pardon you. We, we won't turn here, but if, you, if you're a note-taker, you could write these scriptures down. And Romans 5, 1, 1 through 2 says this, By faith, we have been declared right with God. And we're at peace with him now. And now we have full access to all of his blessings and all of his benefits. Hebrews 10, 14, I already quoted it, but by one sacrifice, we've been forever forgiven and made perfect. Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.21 that he who knew no sin became sin so that I might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Psalm 103 verse 3 says, verse 1, 1 through 3, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that's within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, who, who forgives all of my sin. He's faithful to forgive us, to call us righteous, to call us justified, to, to, to bring us into right relationship. And number two, you can write this down, and to clean us. If we confess our sin to him, he's faithful and just to forgive us. And 1 John 1.9 says, and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. How, how, how does he do that? Through the work of the Holy Spirit. That when we come to God and we bring it and we say, God, this is right here. Here's... Here's what I'm dealing with. Here's, here's what I'm going through. God, I thank you right now for your forgiveness and for your, from the inside out, the Holy Spirit begins to wash us. He begins to cleanse us. He begins to cleanse our thinking. He begins to cleanse our heart and cleanse our motivation. And a, a washing and a healing and a renewing process begins to happen. Now, I, I, I could be way off, but I don't think I am. Do you know why I think this is so relevant and why I think this is maybe something that the Lord just prompted me as again we were worshiping just to share tonight? Because I don't think there's there's anybody in this room who who wouldn't acknowledge that that they maybe got some areas that are not okay. But do you know one of the things that I don't think that we're good at? I don't think that we're good at continual confession. One of the things that I maybe we just haven't been taught or, or maybe we, we, we just feel funnier, but I, I don't think we're good at continual confession. Now, Brandon, does that mean that like every single, thing like I, I got to constantly live. Like can, do, anybody, do you remember how, how your prayers used to go when, when you were little? Did you pray before you went to bed when you were little? I used to lay in my bed every night. Maybe it's because I was a pastor's kid and I saw the Left Behind series. But I lay in my bed every night. I'd be laying there. I'd be like, oh, God, if you came back tonight, I'm just not sure. So every night I'd lay there and go, God, I don't even remember them all. But please forgive me of all of my sin. And please forgive me so that if I, if you come back, I don't go to hell. Like I was, I was just, that was like, it was my continual on a regular basis. I'm going to. That's not what I mean. I don't mean like, okay, it's continual confession. Let's set up a, an alarm on our phone three times a day. You might be in math class. but When that thing goes off, you pop a Tim Tebow. And you ha- but you know, what, what I mean is, is I don't think we're good at just living in this continual relationship, the, the, this continual awareness where the Holy Spirit speaks to us and he shows us things. He prompts our heart. And we may be even just underneath our breath, walking from, class, for, 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 from a class to the next one, just go, Holy Spirit, you're right. I, that's, that's not okay. That's that sin. Forgive me, cleanse me. Thank you right now for, 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 for forgiving me and for cleaning me and for cleansing me, calling me right. And, and allowing this process to little by little renew us and cleanse us. And I, I, think, I think we get hung up we feel condemned, we feel guilty, and now we feel awkward to go to God. And so we just, we just let it build up. It's something that I, I, I want to get better at because I know that for me, I can let stuff build up. You, you ever know something? Have a conversation you need to have, but you don't want to have it? Phone call you, like it was the worst. Oh, if you ever know you need to talk to your parents about something? but you don't want to talk to your parents about that thing? Am I the only one that's walked downstairs and, like, made awkward conversation while I'm walking around the kitchen table? Like, yeah, so... Uh, mom. New forks? Crazy. Uh, Brandon, what What are you... Oh, nothing. I'm just... Uh, what, what's going on with... And it's like... And because we, we feel guilty and we feel condemned and we... We, we don't remember there's no condemnation in Christ we let things instead of just continually i I was walking through the office today and and there's there, there's this thing that, that that I'm noticing in in my in, in, in my interaction with people that I don't like there's this tendency that I'm noticing in my interaction in in the way that people interact with me now here, here's where i I don't like this is fresh so I don't know. We're, we're to teeter on this. I don't know if people are really interacting with, with me like this or if it's just my perception of how people are interacting with me. Because there's a difference. But but, but I'm, I'm just walking going, like, I just, like, why all of a sudden is everyone so mean? Why all of a sudden is everyone just, like, what, what's, and, and, all, and all of a sudden, here's what happened. I'm contemplating this, kind of having a little pity party, like, I just, I'm a good person. I'm trying the best I can. I'm trying the best I can. And all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just, Galatians 6, 7, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows that he will also reap. And the Holy Spirit goes, that way you keep on feeling like people are treating you. It's because for for the last number of months, you've been sowing that. Because that's exactly how you treat this person. And remember, I, I will not be mocked. And whatever a man sows that he will also reap. You can't sow seeds over here. And then, and then feel confused when you start, whether people are really treating me like that, I don't know, but, but something's shifting where there's a perception, at least where I'm like every, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just boom. And, and you know what I need to get better at because I didn't do? I didn't stop and go, you're right. That's, I do treat that person like that. I do interact with that person like that. And I didn't just take time to say, Holy Spirit, I hear you. That's not right. That's not okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for speaking. For forgive me. Cleanse me. Re- renew me on the inside. I'm told, there's a way to live, to, to live clean and fresh and growing and flourishing. And it's this continual acknowledgement. Holy Spirit, I hear you. God, I, I acknowledge. This that this is truth. And and receiving the Lord's forgiveness and his cleansing. Kimberly Ban, if you just want to come back up, you can come back up and while while they're coming back up, I'll I'll give you one, one just last little example. But I, I I don't think it's any different than than you and I and our text messages. Anybody besides for me, do you love to text more than you love to talk on the phone? Maybe I'm the only one. I, someone's like, no, I, I, like, I need human interaction. I like texting. Uh, I'm the guy that if I text you and you call me, I'm like, bro, I texted you, though. I just, I, I just needed a, I, just, I texted you, though. But I, I have this really bad habit. Um, you want to hear a funny story? When, when, when Jenny and I were, were engaged, uh, we, we got in this, like, really big fight. And, um, no, it wasn't a heated discussion. It was a legit fight. But here's what I do when I go to bed. I turn my phone on do not disturb. Do you know why? Because I like to sleep. I don't want to be disturbed and and actually here, here's the real reason why I started doing that um i I started doing that because I had a friend that kept on prank calling me and and I'm like this brought, like this is a uh, do not disturb this is this is ridiculous but but so we, we get in this big fight, and i I do do not disturb and um like, I was like, okay, oh, we'll settle in the morning. And um, she called me, I think I had like 10 voicemails, each one a little more angry as like, hey, I really want to talk this out. And by the time it's like the 10th, it's like, why would you not answer the call? It, it, was, it was bad. I, I, I digress though. But when I go to bed at night, I put my phone on do not disturb. And, and what can happen a lot of times during the day is I'll pick up my phone and I'll go, whoa, I got 14 text messages, who knew? Because I just, I just, I I just forget to take it off. Do not disturb. You, you you know what I think happens a lot is we just kind of turn our heart and our mind on do not disturb. And, and just like I can leave 14 people hanging. Hey, all, all I'm looking for Brandon is just that you, you acknowledge, got it, hey, Thanks for the, I, I'm i just looking for a response. I'm just looking for you to, that we can turn our heart and our mind on do not disturb. And the Holy Spirit's trying to get our attention. The Holy Spirit's trying to speak to us. The Holy Spirit's trying to trying to convict us, convince us of his ways that he wants to lead us in so we can have life and we can have more, but but we, we just don't get the, what would happen if we just said, all right, tonight, I'm turning my heart and my mind off do not disturb. God, I don't wanna live anymore on do not disturb. I wanna live, I wanna live wide open and ready for you to speak to me. And God, every time you text me, Holy Spirit, every time you text me, every time you you send me a prompting, every time you show me something, every time you, you convict my heart, I'm gonna just start actually responding to your text. I'm, I'm just gonna start going, okay, Got it. Holy Spirit, I acknowledge and confess this. This is not okay. Thank you so much for helping me to see that. Right now, I receive your forgiveness. I'm not going to feel guilty. I'm not going to feel condemned. And I receive your cleansing. Cleanse me right now. Heal me, renew me, cleanse me. And then we, what would happen if we live like that? I'll tell you what would happen is we would not only start feeling freer and fresher and more connected to our Creator, but we would start growing. Because here's what the Bible says, take heed to what I give you because to the same measure that you use it and apply it, I can give you. We can't grow until we, we acknowledge this thing so God can take us to the next thing. We would start growing. We'd start here. all of a sudden things would start clicking. Why? Because we're just living open to God. We're living open to Him speaking to us and talking to us. And every time He does, just going, I'm. God, I, I am not self-deceived. I know that there's areas that I still need help. So I receive it. I acknowledge it. Thank you right now for forgiving me, for cleansing me. Let, let's keep going. Tonight, here's my question. Is there anything in your heart, is there anything in your life that the Holy Spirit has been knocking at the door? Is there anything in your heart or your life tonight that you know is not... It's not—it's not—not the way it should be, and and you want to receive the fresh forgiveness and the cleansing of God. Because tonight, what I what I want to do, is I just want to give us the opportunity. We're just gonna sing, sing. We won't even sing, sing a long song. Can we just sing, sing this bridge, this this, this part. Of I'm I'm standing with arms high, with heart abandoned, and I want us to take this opportunity tonight, as the band leads us again, that right where you are that you would begin to respond to God. Maybe, maybe while I'm preaching tonight, maybe God's been revealing something to you. Maybe while I've been talking tonight and sharing the Bible, maybe God's been speaking. Maybe there's been something you came in here that every time you get in church, God begins to, to, to stir. To, let, let's, let's just confess our sin tonight. Not know we weird, just, I acknowledge God, I hear you. This is sin, I need your forgiveness, I need your cleansing, and I receive it tonight. And let's leave here tonight fresh let's leave here light tonight not carrying what we carried in here home let's leave here having left some stuff right here we hope you've been inspired by this word to help awaken your face on a regular basis subscribe now so you can be alerted when we have a new message thank you so much for listening